What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Deuce with the News. I'm your host, Caduce Gurma, and we're still talking about the NBA bubble, this time with a guest. Stay tuned. Welcome again, guys, back to Deuce with the News. I'm joined today by my friend, a brother, Mr. Rafael Adol. How you doing today, my I'm guy? I'm good, bro. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. And you know, as you heard in episode one, this is about the NBA bubble. So I got a few questions for you. You know, as an interview, you got to have questions, right? So first question, did you thoroughly watch the bubble? I actually didn't, but I do remember watching the, the finals. And, I'll, and I, I'll say this, it, it was a great final. You think so? Yeah. And I was rooting. I was not rooting for LeBron, unfortunately. I was rooting for the Heat. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just seeing Jimmy Butler out there, very tired, carrying his team on his back, it was it was great. I could have wished. I, I really wish he won. He could have, you know, won that first team. I feel you, bro. Valid response. Next question: Did you like the bowl, and what did you like about it? I liked the bowl because it was very like it was very different. You know, you usually you're usually seeing like you know over 10,000 fans like here to watch two teams play every day and now when you see the bubble it's kind of like you know such a different atmosphere it's literally just just them hooping just them playing basketball you know and it was it was actually a great great thing to watch so yeah I really did like it yeah it was very very different but I think we'll cover that later in a yeah unfortunately my Hawks weren't there yeah, the Hawks were kind of garbage that year, but it's okay, though. Yeah, I wouldn't say garbage, but... Okay, okay buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so question number three. How old were you, and what grade were you in when the bubble was going on? So I'm going to answer that question first. As I said in episode one, I was a junior in high school. I was 17 years old, so Raph. So what year was that? 2020, right? Mm-hmm. 2019, 2020. What, what month? March. Oh, well, the season got... Delayed in March. I mean, um, and they resumed it July. July, uh, 30th, if I want to, if I'm not mistaken, 2020. Yeah, I would say going on to my sophomore year. So, what I was 15, 15 sounds about right, or 16, 15 or 16, going, yeah, 15, 15 or 16. Okay, one of the two. So, uh, going sophomore year. Yeah. Okay. What was your favorite moment in the bubble? I'm just say I'm say the NBA Finals again. You know, seeing LeBron. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a LeBron hater, but I mean, it was great to see him. You know, go on to win his fourth, his fourth ring, right? Mm-hmm. Fourth ring, and even Jimmy Butler. You know, oh, LeBron playing his old team, the Heat. So it's like, it kind of, in a way, it was a little more intimate the game. Um, I think maybe that game. Also, the head coach, what's his name? Eric Spolstra. Yeah. Spolstra. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel like the NBA Finals maybe kind of con- like solidified him as one of the great, great coaches. So, yeah. Even the fact that he didn't win? Even the fact that he didn't win. Like, 
he took he took a a team that wasn't really considered into going to the finals that year, right? Yeah, fifth seed. Although I would say the Heat team last year was way more unexpected than the 2020 team since the 2023 Heat were a seed. Yeah, but it's not the point. Yeah. Uh, talking about the bubble here. Uh, I'm going to answer that question as well. As big of a LeBron fan as I am, the finals really wasn't my favorite moment. My favorite moment was the round one duel between Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray. Dude, they were just going bucket for bucket. I, I mentioned this in episode one. Bucket for bucket. Like, one, both of them scoring 50. The Nuggets coming back from down 3-1. And I feel like that solidified Jamal Murray as, like, a peak playoff performer. Because as we saw in 2021 and 2022 playoffs, he was injured both years. From, still recovering from the ACL tear. So, 2021, the Nuggets got swept by the Suns in the second round. 2022, they lost in the first round to the Warriors. Insert Jamal Murray again in 2023, they win a chip. So, I mean... <laughs> actually, you know, I have two more moments. Mm-hmm. One of them was actually Jamal Murray. And it was uh, when they were playing the Lakers. And he made that crazy, like, up and under shot over LeBron. I'm it pretty was sure. LeBron, yeah. And it was just like a crazy thing to see because, you know, LeBron is like considered one of the greats, you know, whether he's the GOAT or not. I don't think he is. That's another. That's another discussion for another day. But uh, another another thing I was gonna say that I really liked was was Stephen Curry that year, even though he couldn't he couldn't uh, make it make it to the playoffs that year. He didn't make it to the playoffs. The, the Warriors weren't even in the bubble. Really? Yeah. Wait. So what what was the year where um, he was going off? Oh, twenty one. The next year. Ah, yeah. that was an amazing year. That was a good year. Yeah. And but twenty twenty. Oh, they weren't in the bubble. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, dude, the thing is, I mentioned it in episode one, but there was a regular season game that would play in the bubble between the Nuggets and the Jazz, and that was just, it went to triple overtime, if I'm not mistaken, double or triple, one of the two, so that just showed, I watched it live, me and my dad were watching that live, and it was just like, there's just like, what's going on right now, like, this is crazy, so then when I when the playoffs came around, and I saw that those two were matching up. I was like, oh, it's going to be a good one. Because, because that triple overtime or whatever it was showed us like a preview of that. So when I saw that, like I watched, I'm pretty sure I watched every game of that series. And uh, I definitely watched games five, six, and seven where the Nuggets came back. Game seven was crazy, especially with, uh, I think, who took that last shot? Was it Torrey Craig that took a shot, which gave the Jazz time to actually like tie the game? Tie the game? No, it was to win the game. That was they were only up, but the Nuggets were only up by one. So uh, yeah, Donovan Mitchell on the on the Jazz was something for sure. Yeah, I think Mike Conley. Mike Conley would have won it if he made that shot. But yeah, great series, great moment, solidified Jamal Murray as a like top tier playoff performer. Yeah. So the next question I have for you is. Uh, how do you think the bubble affected the players? Um, I'd say for surely, um, since it was such a different environment, I feel like, you know, them being away from their families, it was definitely like such a shock, you know, because NBA players already like don't get to see their, their family, like not as much. Um, 
from regular seasons in that aspect. But even just being like you know confined into a into a, a hotel and being away, yeah, being away from those families is like it's kind of it's it's very different. I'm pretty sure it was definitely like such a you know emotional time for those players. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would also say I agree with you. I don't agree with Steven Adams. I feel like, fact fact check this for me, but I think Steven Adams is not really, doesn't have a family in terms of like kids or whatever. I don't think he does. But, but I mean, in that sense, then he's right. Because like, a lot of, like, I would say like, let's say rookies those years, of course, they're not going to, you know, they don't have, they don't have families. Like most of them, I would say. Yeah. So it's like, I can see where he's coming from. But uh, I do one thing I do remember uh, from the 2020 bubble is that you know some players like actually took the time like you know took the energy to record YouTube videos, which was such a was such a different thing. Like uh, one player was uh, Matisse Thybul, which at the time he was on the 76ers, and it was such a fun thing to watch. Because you got to see, like, the inside of the hotel, you know, even get to see, like, players like Joel Embiid, um, Tobias Harris, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Boban was on that team, too. He might have been. Yeah. I, I don't know if he was for sure, but. Yeah, it was such a great, um, a great insight of, of the NBA bubble. But yeah. Yeah, that's a good, good, uh, fact pull right there. Thank you for that. Um, so what type of environment would you imagine the bubble to be like? Um, like if you were if you were put in that situation? That's a good question. Um, like what would you imagine it to be like? Just answer that part first. I feel like it would have taken a lot of emotional strength, definitely, being from my family, especially from all my from my brothers and, and my mom and stuff. So yeah, I, I feel like it would definitely be such a lonely experience, but like also also you're with your teammates. You know, after practice you might you might want to play golf, you know, and and at Disney the what was it called, the Disney Resort? Yeah. Yeah, so this Disney Resort. Or you might want to play basketball, um stuff like that, you know, or even work on yourself, you might might, you know, want to read a book or, you know, or just get some downtime, take a nap, it's stuff like that. But yeah. Nice. And then uh how would you feel if you were put into the situation of the bubble? Like let's say, I don't know, imagine you're an NBA player for lack of a better scenario. Let's say you're an NBA player. Um and then the bubble like during the time of the bubble and you know, you have let's say your mom, your brothers, whatever, and you're separated from them for that long. How would you feel? I think I would take the advantage of um of it being such a so I I'm guess I would like to think that maybe the NBA bubble was kind of like you know it kind of hurt people's mental I, I I would feel like you know maybe mental health was probably at a at a low that year so I think I would take advantage of get like you know re re you know what what's the word having confidence in myself because you know usually as an NBA player like you're playing in like I said earlier, 10,000 10, fans, more than, even more than that in certain uh, arenas. And it's like, you know, maybe maybe you're at, 
you know, you have to make a free throw. It's tied, tied, tied against the other team. You have to, you have to make this shot in order to win. And you're, and everyone's counting on you. Just, and maybe it's a away game. So it's like, those fans are booing you, saying harsh things, and you just have to train your mental thought, lock in, and make that free throw. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it was one of the, like, you could probably take advantage of the, that type of situation. Um, but yeah. I'm heating up. I fuck with slides and I'm gonna bust. He can't put on that drip. He ain't one of us. How you running the bins in a tonka truck? How you got everybody lit piping up? Oh, she bad with no swag. I can pipe her up. Make my last one, my last one, no wife and her. Count the money up fast like I'm typing something. I'm tight to get active and never run. Wow, that was a really good insight. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, now we're gonna move to a more controversial topic about the bubble. So I want to see your thoughts on this. What did you think of the social justice references in the bubble? Because as you know, 2020, like I said in episode one, 2020 was a hard time for like Black Lives Matter. We saw countless people die due to the hands of uh, police brutality. Two prominent names, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, which led to the social justice references in the bubble. So what are your thoughts on those? Um, I think that was definitely a, a very hard time for african-americans especially especially in the league um i see what the nba was doing um but maybe i don't know i don't know i can't i don't want to speak on too much of it because i don't i don't remember it like completely but i mean from just what i was seeing like i, I feel like it, it was a it was a good thing like i i liked what the uh adam Sil silver the nba commissioner I, I liked what he was doing um even the, the nba players like during the the national anthem they would Get on, uh, get on one get on knee. One knee. Yeah, but there was that one exception. You know, Magic's play, Magic uh, Orlando Magic player, uh, Jonathan Isaac. Um, he put a he stood up while his all of his teammates, you know, got on got on one knee, and I think that the reason might have been because of his religious views. Um, but yeah, that's what that's what I think. Yeah. So, uh, like obviously, like they had like for one thing, they had a. Black Lives Matter thing on the court. They had the players had the choice to put a thing yeah. on their jersey. Like yep. so, one probably said Black Lives Matter. One had equality. Yeah, one had like vote. One had like say their names. Yep. So yeah, like, so did you think that was a good gesture by the NBA to like be able to do that? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would definitely say so. And then uh, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, there was a guy in Wisconsin. His name was Jacob Blake. He didn't die, but he got shot, I think, seven times, nine times by a cop. And uh, the day it happened, all the NBA games, I think it was playoff games, all of them, all the players got boy like boycotted the games. Oh, wow. And they didn't play that day. And I think it got, all the games got moved to like the next day or so. Mm -hmm. But I remember somebody, I remember looking through comments on Instagram and people were like, bro, this is like a glorified like social justice statement like cancel the season it's, it, it doesn't matter at this point so like what do you what do you think about that like what do you think about people saying glorified justice movement like cancel it bro it's not even basketball anymore like what's your views on that i think uh at the end of the day those are just people who are haters at the end of the day like like i think that the fact that the nba you know even thought about doing something like this was just a great thing like Especially for African Americans, like, yeah, that's that's a great thing. Whether it's putting putting uh, equality or vote on the back of your jersey, or 
it's getting on one knee or it's uh, it's written on the, the uh, court. Did you say that happened? Yeah, on the, yeah. On the court. Yeah, so I think, yeah, all of those were great. They were really great. Okay, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you don't, you're not like most of these people that say like glorified justice movement or whatever. No. <laughs> and uh, so the final question I have for you today is overall, do you think the championship one in the bubble counts? Another controversial topic. Yes, 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 yes. It does count. Okay. If anything, I feel like it counts over a lot of rings. Because, like I said earlier in the beginning of the podcast, um, it was just strictly hooping. It was you against the other team. Um, you know, sometimes it was bad blood. Some Sometimes, sometimes it would get a little chippy. And, you know... And one team will pull pull away from the other team. So I really do think that that uh, that ring was definitely uh, valid. And I I did see recently that Anthony Davis uh, was also agreeing with me. He was saying that you know, like I said, the it was very valid. Like it was just strictly hoops. Like there was no fans. So yeah, that's another reason that people think it doesn't count. They say it was no fans. So like. Players couldn't really feel the atmosphere of a typical NBA game, but like, at for that time, like, what could you you want to fill an arena with ten thousand plus during the height of that pandemic? Like, yeah. and then you know, eventually, every a lot of people get sick and possibly die. Die exactly. And then, uh, another thing, I feel like I'm not even saying this because I'm a LeBron fan. I feel like a lot of people say that because LeBron won it. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel like also if the Heat were to win it, people, a lot of people wouldn't be saying this. Yeah, or just anybody that's not the Lakers, for example. A favorite to win that year was the Bucks. Uh, people wanted Lakers. The favorites in the finals that year was Lakers and Bucks, and obviously the Bucks didn't make it. They actually were beaten by the Heat in the first round. So people say they say like LeBron had an easy path. It doesn't count and because in the first round they played. It's funny because in the first round they told when the, they were facing the Blazers and everybody was like. Bro, Dame, they're going to sweep them. Especially after the Blazers won game one. They're going to sweep them. Lakers have won the next four. And they're like, oh, okay. It's funny because Dame got injured in game the last game. And they were like, injured Dame. No, it doesn't count. Then the next uh, round, they played the Rockets. Uh, the Rockets beat them in game one. And then yep. and they were was, like, yeah, they're going to beat them. Da, 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 da. That was Rockets, James Harden. Um, and at, at that time, it was with... Russell Westbrook, Russell was Westbrook. Too. yeah, a small ball lineup, which as we see did not go well. But yeah. anyway, yeah, and they're reunited once again. Yeah, on the, on Clippers. the Clippers. But yeah, it's just I don't get it. Like, like it's just because I feel like it's just because LeBron won it. Uh, he didn't. One thing people like to say is he didn't play the teams he was supposed to play. For example, the the Clippers, who got beat in the second round by the Nuggets, who made another three one comeback. And then, speaking the Bucks. Of, speaking of the Clippers, I just remember um, Devin Booker hitting a crazy shot on uh, on Paul George, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, he made that shot to win the game. I don't think that was in the playoffs, though, right? No, it wasn't. It was just a regular game. Yeah, that was a great game. Yeah, but that's all the questions I have for you today, Rafael. Thank you for joining Deuce with the bro. News. Anytime. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening. You know. Follow Rafael on Instagram. I believe. What's your Instagram? Uh, R dot A P H A E L zero five. There you go. 
check out Raphael on Instagram. Follow him. If you guys enjoyed, please make sure to leave a like on the podcast, share the podcast, and that's pretty much all I have. Thank you, Raphael, again for joining. And this is Deuce signing off, and I'll see you guys. Peace.